get it. The birthplace of talk radio. I hear all these idiots and fools and jackasses on radio. What an introduction that was. Holy God. My gosh. Nobody does it better. Kids, we don't want another incident here, okay? Yeah. It's such a bizarre world. I apologize for that. All right, go, go. Everybody wants it. The moms want it. The dads want it. The kids want it. It's time to do it. This is Ed McMahon. And now, he... Armstrong and Getty. Getty. You know, I just realized the uh, the face mask is a great way to see what your own breath smells like. Oh boy, it just is. A couple of times, got the dragon. A couple of times, I've thrown on my face mask and thought, "Oh my God, what's that? Oh, that's me." It's an unfortunate truth, but one you should know. Live from Studio C. See, senor. Dimly lit room where, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound, pump up that music. This is an information party. Oh, yeah. And today we're under their tutelage of our general manager. Little Johnny and Jenny trundling off to school again. I hope. Yep. Gotta happen. That's my political issue for the fall. School has to happen. I agree with the American Pediatrics Association, or whatever they're called. Ah, they're in the bag for Trump. Um, uh, <laughs> that says it does more health damage to keep the kids home than to send them to school. The isolation, the the everything else of uh, of not getting out and going to school is worse than the tiny, tiny risk. Health-wise, right. of the uh, of the COVID, so the narrative you're hearing in the media is well, everybody agrees that it would be a good thing to send the kids back to school, but can we do it safely? As usual, that is the dumb, oversimplified question. The question is, can we do it and minimize risks so that the potential negatives? are lower than the negatives of keeping them imprisoned at home because there is no perfect solution. Quit looking for it. Doesn't exist. This is a rough patch. Got to do it smart. Yeah, and there's all kinds of reasons. Obviously, the education part of it, which is uh, is not a nothing. I mean, you get into a full half of one year and half or more of the next year of not having school. That's 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 a problem. Well, you're gonna have a generation of people signing their name with an X. Exactly. Unable to count to three eggs as they make an omelet. That sort of thing. You ask them a question, they just oh, right, animal noises. So, so far in this entire uh, craziness that we've lived through, 29 people under the age of 15 have died of coronavirus in this giant nation. 29. A hundred have died of the flu. It ain't easy to die of the flu when you're under 15. Right. 29 for the COVID, a hundred for the flu. Mm -hmm. So in terms of it being dangerous to the kids... That doesn't make any sense, obviously, because we don't close down schools for the flu. Right. If you're going to close down schools in the fall or not have classes on a college campus for whatever reason, talk to me about the flu. Don't talk to me about COVID. Um, now, college campuses are a somewhat different case than elementary schools. I'll grant you that. But, uh, you know, and we'll get to this in our discussion. I think you end up at the same place, though, if you're sensible about it. Now, the how deadly it is to older people and the kids bringing it home, because we all know, if you've ever had kids, your kids go off to school and you get whatever cold is going through the fourth grade sure. classroom. Mm-hmm. The latest science, though, uh, is saying, and this is a study that's been done in a number of different nations, that the kids who generally are asymptomatic, they don't feel bad. They have the thing in them for a while, but they don't shed much virus. They don't transmit. Yeah, I hope that's true. Yeah, I do, too. Everything tends to be fairly fluid on the uh, what this disease does and doesn't do. <clears throat> it's very troubling. 
Um, I would I would just argue that if you are going to err to the side of caution, that would be sending the kids to school because the risk to kids emotionally, etc., is known. The teenage suicide rate is skyrocketing. Yeah, I saw some... It's going to kill way more kids than the COVID. Already has. So to err to the side of caution is to send the kids. According to Tucker's statistics last night that he had, and it wasn't his own statistics, (laughs) um, there's already been enough of an increase in suicides and high schoolers. A a 1% increase in high schoolers would, would obliterate, it would dwarf the number of teenagers that might die of the COVID. I noticed, and, and suicide rates are on the rise. I noticed Tucker Carlson runs a banner now under his show when he goes to commercial break. The most watched cable show of all time. Mm. That's a heck of a claim to get to make. That's a good claim. Yeah. If I could make a claim like that, I would. More than myth, Mythbusters? Cable news show or cable show? I find cable show hard to believe. Let me, let me dig it up. I'll find what it said. We'll, we'll find it. You're watching the highest rated cable news program yeah, in yeah. the history of go. television. Okay. But go. still. That's, that's a claim. That's a heck of a Smartest claim. Smartest horse claim. You can, oh, <laughs> shut up. Well, there, Turn off his microphone. No, there's, there's, I agree. There is something to that. Turn off his microphone <laughs> as well. Probably turn off mine to be safe. If you look at the current <laughs> state of cable news shows. <laughs> well, well, you may have a point. <laughs> there's a lot of, what are you doing here with this show and your, your 50,000 viewers? You know, I love that expression. It's like uh, being called the smartest horse, or it's like the smartest horse. Horses are gorgeous creatures. They're amazing. But they're dumb as posts, right? No, not dumb as posts. But they're not, they're not like, they're not real smart. They're not super smart. Well, all right. They're they're plenty smart. On a continuum between, say, cow, because cows are super dumb. Definitely smarter than a cow. And a Labrador retriever. Not as smart as a Labrador. But like a third of the way there, halfway there, in your estimation? Closer to the Labrador than the cow by far. Okay. Yeah. 75% maybe, something like that? Okay. All right. Interesting. (laughs) I've ridden them, but I know very little about them. Because, yeah, you can train horses. They can do like the whole counting thing or whatever, right? Oh, and and going backward. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've seen those shows. Sometimes they talk. Fancy trot. You know what you can train a cow to do? It would be delicious. (laughs) What do you mean they don't talk? (laughs) I've, I've tried to explain to you. Mr. Ed was fiction. How different would the expansion... As was the greatest movie of all time, starring the late, great John Candy. Oh, here he goes. Hot to trot. <laughs> <laughs> How different would the world be? Like the expansion of the world, uh, uh, battles, you know, military for so long, horses involved. If horses were more delicious. I've never eaten a horse, but apparently it's not that delicious. I have no idea, but... Whereas cow is just, oh my God. Well, I... God's gift to man. If, if you want serious analysis of this ridiculous question <clears throat> i would say that the needs of of uh, armies of warfare would be fulfilled even if horses horses were delicious the uh, the citizens would go without horse meat so the soldiers had horses mm. to ride that's just the history of mankind uh guns and plowshares etc check your local economics textbook yeah but guns still. and butter is the frequently used. But during good uh, times, you'd, 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 you'd eat the horses, whereas now you don't. Not a lot. Although there are plenty of countries where they do eat horses and or turn them into dog food. It must not be delicious, though. It just must not be. Uh, I guess not. Uh, I guess not. Or wouldn't there be stockyards full of horses, just like there are cattle? Y- yeah. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. 
Although the delicious more, foods over the years, I think over the centuries, have bubbled to the top. They're much more delicate than cows, aren't they? In terms of the food? Well, hmm? In terms of what they taste like? or Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, just the actual physical being. Horses are much more prone to veterinary problems. Oh, in terms of how hard it is? I don't yeah. know. I don't yeah. know. Hmm. You're, you're trying to keep a horse rideable. You're never trying to keep your cow rideable. Right, right. You don't need to ride your cow. Probably. <laughs> probably, probably not. Anyway, probably ought to introduce everybody in the squad when we got to that digression. <laughs> Probably should have introduced everybody in the squad like uh, two minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's our board operator, Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael? I'm not quite sure how to follow all that, but um, I'm doing great. Um, nice slice of apple pie, maybe, after the, a nice the, horse steak. No, but the fiance, we all love tacos here. I know that. Mm-hmm. She's now making cheese shells. She, uh, cheese instead, shells. Yeah, instead of a uh, regular shell, it's now a, a shell of cheese, so that she makes it hard, forms it into a taco shell, and then... So you have the cheese shell with the beef and the you know sour cream and everything. It's great. Do you still put cheese on the taco? Absolutely. That so it's a lot good. of cheese. I'd mm. eat that right now, by the way, if it were in front of me. Double to, cheese. I'll have to bring you guys some cheese tacos. That's in. exactly what Joe and I both need. <laughs> to start eating tacos early in the day. I was saying that to my wife this morning. <laughs> I don't eat enough tacos in the morning. <laughs> There's Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. Uh, just a quick shout-out to the high road. Uh, do you remember the the uh, bird watcher gentleman, Christian Cooper, and the uh, the lady with her dog off-leash and that whole sure. kerfuffle? That... I am going to call the police! Yes. Well, there there is one key element that is uh, stopping uh, her for being prosecuted of filing a false claim, and that is the cooperation of one Christian Cooper. On the one hand, she's already paid a steep price, he said. Bringing her more misery just seems like piling on. Huh. So just a shout-out to for the him. high road. Uh, you know, it's it's the the traffic is non-existent on the high road these oh, days. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, can go as fast as, you can go as oh, fast as you want. Oh, yeah. You can stop and have a picnic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right in the middle, right? So so I just wanted to, to highlight that. I, I think that's a, a beautiful display of... Yeah. Of just humanity. That's great. A a, a person with mercy in their soul? He needs to be hunted down and doxxed. He ought to lose his job. Absolutely. Probably a racist. Right. Uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this. It is How Did It Already Get to Be Wednesday, July the 8th, the year 2020. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. Let's begin now. Officially, according to FCC rules and regulations, at Mark. China is engaged in a whole-of-state effort to become the world's only superpower by any means necessary. That is the FBI director talking about China. We got more on that coming up later. And uh, yeah, and uh, as more of the world and every U.S. citizens and everybody wakes up to the idea that China is hell bent on taking over the world and uh, dominating it and uh, in all kinds of different ways. More on that later. While we are tearing ourselves apart, yeah, often over fiction, the wolves are at the door. Oof. How does mailbag look? Oh, it's it's very nice. Includes a, a stirring tale of a tour of the DMZ there in North Korea, South Korea. Cool. And how's the DMZ in Portland going, where they've had over a month of nightly riots? We'll check in on that and all kinds of stuff coming up. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You got the TikTok on your phone? Huh? Your college kid? On your phone plan? Got the TikTok making the funny videos? Amusing the friends? Probably vaping? 
Why are you using that tone? Because you're handing over all your nation's secrets to the Chinese. Thanks for that. How many, China. How many nation secrets did your teenager have? Too many. <laughs> anyway, so it turns out, uh, no surprise whatsoever, they get into the phone the Tic Tac's on and every phone that is associated to the Tic Tac. Tic Tac is a delicious breath mint. It is. Tic Tac. Which you discovered you need recently. Tic Tac is a Chinese spy. Now, right. come on, China. Tic Tac is a j- j- delicious breath mint. Don't confuse the two. No. I don't believe Tic Tacs are spying on you. Mailbag. Freedom loving quote of the day. I was inspired to turn toward Ulysses S. Grant. I was actually looking for a Thomas Jefferson quote. In designing the Virginia Constitution, you didn't know this. You're not going to hear this. Jefferson's plan was that any slaves born after a date specific would be declared free, followed by total abolition. This was Thomas Jefferson's plan. Yes, he owned slaves. Yes, it's difficult to square the two, but it's not impossible if you understand the history of the thing. But instead, because I couldn't find the specific verbiage, um, a freedom-loving quote of the day from Ulysses S. Grant. Oh, uh, mm, yeah, mm, mm, yeah, you know what? Uh, in every battle, there comes a time when both sides consider themselves beaten. Then he who continues the attack wins. Mm. 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 My favorite U.S. Grant thing always has been the fact that the 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 reason he's U.S. Grant, which is a really cool name if you're a general and all that sort of stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Was a was a was an accident of government bureaucracy, and because it's just too hard to fix that sort of stuff, they just left it that way. When he west went to West Point. He said, uh, Lizzie's S. Grant, he said, my middle, my middle name's not that. It's not S. Well, it says it is here, so it is now. That's just the way the government works. Wow. That's just the way bureaucracy works. Wow. Huh. <laughs> Same thing happens now. It's happened then. If you're at the DMV, well, it is now. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Good luck with that. You know, I'm not to get off on a U.S. Grant uh, tangent too far, but um, historians, modern historians, have really reappraised this presidency, and he's risen up in the ranks. Um, there was corruption in his administration, but he was betrayed by people he trusted. And here's an interesting U.S. Grant Including quote. stealing his entire personal fortune. Right. I've made it a rule of my life to trust a man long after other people give him up, but I don't see how I can ever trust any human being again. Well, sure. He he, he had every cent taken from him by his best friend. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. So, yeah. Uh, moving along to the correspondence uh, proper. Here's Tom in Vegas. Guys, I hate to even hear you guys use the term highly educated when referring to the simple-minded leaders on the left because it evokes images of wise people, which they are not. Maybe the term extensively schooled or university-spawned sheep or some other term to indicate the higher education usually means uh, indoctrination. Uh, Yeah, I know what you mean. But why do I think what I think? Because of what I was taught. I don't know what I would think if I had gone to a school where they taught me America was bad well, and we were founded on slavery and racism and we're all racists. Right. If you, I'd been taught that from the youngest age, how long would it take? Who who would correct me and how long would it take? Right. Well, that's that's an excellent question. That's where I was about to go. I think most of us who are, you know, got a little gray around the temples or, or diet in a delightful shade in the case of many of you ladies. Um <laughs> what we were taught may be the basis of some of what we believe, but we've done enough learning and looking and, and the rest in our lives to not exactly be products of our third grade. Uh, 
Let's see. I'm curious about California Governor Gavin Newsom's comments about withholding money for con- counties that don't enforce the law. Right. That's right. He's threatening up and down the uh, uh, the seaboard there. Is that somehow different than when President Trump said he'd withhold money for states that are sanctuary states or cities and don't enforce the law, Gavin? Maybe Trump's issues uh, because it's not codified. You guys may have covered this and I missed it. No, it's an excellent comparison. I don't know about legally, but certainly in the way the media treats it as uh, you know completely unfair and uh, being a, an authoritarian, it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. What one minute, Michael? Yeah, I think we have time. We spent too much talking about time talking about eating horses. Uh, Daniel writes, my wife and I have traveled uh, Asia pretty extensively. I'm jealous. That's uh, got to be fascinating. We managed to take a DMZ tour in South Korea. Oh, being civilians, uh, each side has a large building, both sides manned with soldiers. It's a constant stare down. The North marches their troops platoon size back and forth. They're, they're about three inches shorter than the counterpart soldiers on the South. In the 90s, they suffered the Great Famine. Uh, we've we've talked about that. Um, uh, they were uh, taken on a tour in one of the four tunnels that the North Koreans built to try to invade the South back in the 70s. Cool. Yeah, the South Koreans found them, though. They filled up three and left one open for tourists. Now, that's the free market. Uh, sounds like a fascinating tour. Are we going to ban TikTok? We're pulling out of the WHO and more stuff coming up. Armstrong and Getty. With respect to Chinese apps on people's cell phones, I can assure you the United States will get this one right too, Laura. I don't want to get out. I don't want to get out in front of the president, but it's something we're looking at. Would you recommend that people download that app on their phones? Only if you want your private information in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party. Now, come on, China. Wow, my kid is into the TikTok. Oh, really? Sends me funny pet videos all the time. Yeah, dog, s- dog videos. I saw the the, the percentages for uh, people in like your your kids' uh, age group. Uh, among among that age group, it's hugely popular. Like, I don't have the TikTok app, and mm-hmm. I know my parents don't, but uh, and a lot of people are on their parents' plans in that age group, and it is believed that uh, China can reach through the TikTok and get to all the phones and get all the information. And it's one of those, they just get everything. I mean, yes. they got every keystroke, they got every password, they got every everything, uh, which is not a cool thing. And it's one of the reasons that we're planning on pulling out. But that's not the only reason that we're planning on banning TikTok, I was just reading. This is part of the pressure that we're putting on Great Britain and other countries who were stupidly crazily, unbelievably, considering having Huawei put in their 5G systems. So there has been uh, more growing skepticism, for instance, in Great Britain, where Boris Johnson had announced they would go with Huawei, the Chinese company, to put in their 5G. In which case, now your entire cell phone structure, communication structure, is in the hands of the communist government. It's an insane thing to do. we We won't spy on you. What? No, you won't? No, 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 no. We wouldn't do that. Okay. Unbelievable. But pointing out the 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 easily verifiable dangers of TikTok is part of the pressure we're putting on Europe 
to say, you see, you see what they do? This is what they do. That's what Yahweh, Huawei is. That's mm-hmm. what they're going to do with the 5G also. And there is, there are indications from things Boris Johnson has said in recent days that they're backing off that idea, which would be a win for the free world. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I was so pleased to hear that. I'm, I'm also pleased to hear the administration being more open about the fact that China has one goal, and that is to be the dominant power on Earth. As you've pointed out, Jack, culturally, historically, that's how they see themselves. You know how we believe in American exceptionalism and the greatest country on earth and freedom and the shining city on the hill, all that stuff? China thinks, no, you're not. We are. And and they're dead set on getting there. And they will trample anybody, imprison anybody, concentration camp anybody. They have to to get there. Um, and also, it is China-related. We announced yesterday we are officially out of the World Health Organization, the WHO. We have pulled out. I don't know what I think about that. I've heard various arguments, uh, and I agree with all of them. <laughs> I'm kind of hoping it's a uh, not a bluff, but a demand. Uh, it is uh, hmm, kind of sort of a bluff. How would you, how would you say that? No, it's it's a uh, a condition that must be met. You've got to come around, or we're out. In fact, we're out until you fix your act. I don't see what else you do. I, uh, Joe Biden's uh, made the statement yesterday: if I'm president, we will stay in the World Health Organization. What's your argument for that? Well, my follow-up question would be: no matter what, no you, matter how corrupt they are, or how they, uh, how they carry China's water, sir. What's uh, Tedros? Is that the guy who's the, yeah. in charge of it? Yeah. Uh, yeah he, the, of course, the media doesn't grill Joe Biden. He doesn't allow himself to be grilled. And even if he's in a position, it's it's all softball questions to attack Trump. But the, the obvious question would be, are, do you stay? Do we continue to contribute a half a billion dollars a year to the World Health Organization if this Tedros guy is still in charge? And they're still doing the China, Chinese bidding right. on, on, on everything. You're okay with that? No, nobody's going to ask him that question. No. But no. so the, 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 the choices are... Can you, you imagine that? Just give me a moment to dream. Can you imagine if we had a truly independent, reasonably balanced, aggressive media in this country? How great that would be? I don't know. Dare to dream. I mean, people who understood. When I'm expressing a conservative point of view, I know I'm doing it. I'll admit I'm doing it. That's what I do. That's what I want to do. Um, but I get the idea sometimes. Our, uh, there's some stuff in the New York Times that makes two weeks ago's New York Times look reasonable. That's in there today. I don't even know if they know how Looney Tunes they are. I don't know. So I was listening to the top of the hour news on the very station. Uh, one of the very stations we're on, the top of the hour news, in which they presented the story and said, Donald Trump has announced the United States is pulling out of the World Health Organization in the middle of a global pandemic. Mm. Then they went on to the other story with the, uh, you know, the, the tone there, obviously. How crazy is that? Well, why would you stay in during a global pandemic when they're lying to protect the country where it started right. and not allowing as much information to come out to just to deal with the problem. Right, and they were so pressed for time, they didn't even mention the reasoning behind getting out. Now, maybe it's bad reasoning, but that's in the eye of the beholder, but they don't even bother to mention it. But so the arguments on both sides, and this is true with a bunch of different organizations, is do we stay in and try to reform them? Be. Or, does it end up being a situation where China chases us out of the biggest organizations in the world? And dominates them. Dominates them, and we're just on the sideline. Or are we big enough? And I think we are. Why can't we get something started 
that ends up being quickly more respected than the World Health Organization. Better funded and more respected. I believe the administration is pursuing the I'm canceling my cable strategy. You have to get them on the phone and say, I'm out. Yeah, Cancel. I, before they say, oh, well, we have a special deal. Nah, I think they're going to get, the, 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 if that's the case, I think the world, the WHO is going to respond the same way we respond when we get texts and emails saying, I'm never listening again. No, 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 because uh, the WHO depends entirely on American money. China's crazy if they don't say we'll pick up the slack on the money. Yeah, we'll have to see how this. They unfolds. currently donate forty million, while we donate four hundred million, right, to keep the thing going. Yeah, remember the Chinese economic juggernaut is coming from abject poverty to a growing middle class and a fair amount of wealth, but still oh, yeah. an absolute uh, walk load of uh, of people who are just poor as hell. And if economic standards don't continue to rise, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get it. A walkload. Yes. That's funny. Thank you. Um, it had been better in print. I immediately knew it was W-O-K. Right. Yeah, you're right. Fair criticism. Um, <laughs> but if they don't keep those economic standards rising, the commie party is going to have to go even more oppressive and awful than they are. And there's already plenty of unrest in the countryside. So, yeah, chi- China's road to the top is rocky at best. Well, so And I love it that we're putting the squeeze on them. That's why for all Trump's flaws... You just got to love him. He's willing to take on China. So uh, China. I was going to get into this more China. Le- more later when we play some of the clips from uh, the the top guy at the FBI talking about China. But this is the sort of thing I do for fun. I was going, bu- uh, I was looking up world GDP by country. Oh, always enjoyable over the last forty years and looking at these graphs. There's a bunch of them on YouTube. Have you seen any of these graphs? Where they have the bar graph and it, it changes over time. They go through the years. I, mm-hmm. I love them all. They're fantastic. Like the most uh, used websites or, you know, or it might be the most popular TV show or whatever. Mm-hmm. You see how they change over the years. It's really interesting. My but favorite anyway, one's the global migration one. Yeah, that's anyway, a good one. Yeah. But this one on world GDP, the richest countries, in other words. USA has been at the top since the beginning of this, the, since the, you know, since they started keeping track of this on the, on the, this YouTube video. But for instance, as recently as 1980, China was not even in the top ten mm-hmm. of countries uh, for um, for GDP. Uh, let's let's go fast forward to 1988. Huh? China's still not even in the top ten countries in America. Let's get to 1993. They just break into the top ten. They're still far behind Canada. As recently oh, as don't ni- say it like that. Certain, it's a fine country. It's a country of 30 million people. Polite people and moose well, and bears. Doesn't... It doesn't really make that much difference how polite you are or how many bears you have. It just you use such disdain. But as recently as 1993, China had was had a smaller GDP than freaking Canada. Right. That's amazing. And because we gave them all the gifts we did in the Western world to try to bring them into you know the the, the friendly side of uh, everything. Yeah. Thought we'd tame the dog, the the wild beast that is China, and and let let them steal. Run rough shot over the the economics of the world, stealing constantly tariffs, etc. And they are able to uh, you know close the gap to where some people believe they might become the the number one economy in the coming years. But thirty years ago, they were behind Canada. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So all these years of of stealing and cheating and being given all these gifts, and this is how the world gets repaid. They uh, they lie and cheat, continuing at, at, at a higher level. And militarize international waters and attempt to wrest control of those waters. 
leading almost inevitably to terrible violence in the future. Might end up being the worst wager in the history of the planet. I'm hard-pressed to think of a worse one. Actually, it probably already is. If we enrich China and bring them into the economic system, they'll liberalize politically and become nice folks. Right. I'll I'll bet you 800 quintillion dollars that they will come over to the side of free and open peaceful democracy. And it's worth mentioning that Democrats and Republicans uh, both were were fully on board that idea. Oh, yeah. For and decades. I, and I understand why they thought it would work, but it oh, yeah. sure didn't. And so now they're spying on everybody and uh, corrupting the, the World Health Organization and uh, they're spying on your college kid through their TikTok and everything else. Right. China is asshole! In short, yes. Yeah, that's a good summary right there. Right, thank but, you, uh, sir. Didn't need all my gabbing when you just got it right there. That just sums it right up. Say it one more time. China is asshole! Blah, blah, blah. Hey, one thing I can't wait to get to is Kanye West did his first interview since he's announced he's running for president. Okay, so that wasn't a one-day joke. With uh, Who did he interview with? Forbes. Forbes magazine. And some of the highlights are really entertaining. And a featurette that will either make you laugh hilariously or make your head explode with frustration. (laughs) CNN is out with a list of words we probably shouldn't use because they sound kind of racist. Wow. Even some that are clearly not at all. Wow. I mean, the depths that they plumb at CNN are amazing. Just when you think they've gotten as stupid as they can get, they just they forge ahead. Just when you think you, they've gotten as stupid as they can get, Wolf Blitzer has another idea. Right. Right. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Mary Kay Letourneau has died. The uh, woman that kicked off the trend of reporting on hot young blondes who sex up their students in schools. She's died of cancer at age 58. We'll revisit that story uh, maybe next hour because it's interesting to, to... Revisit and discuss a little. Twists and turns. Yeah. CNN has put out an article in an apparent effort to just erase any doubt that they are the most ridiculous news organization on earth. Everyday words and phrases that have racist connotations. I think names should be named. This article is by Scotty Andrew and Harmeet Kaur. The words and phrases permeate nearly every aspect of our society. The idea of this article is we should stop using them. I'm going to skip a lot of the claptrap, but get to the point. Well, I'll tell you this. They quote some chick from Smith College. I'm sorry. She's an assistant professor of history. From Smith College. Some dame, some broad, (laughs) some toots. I I have a feeling feeling this broad makes a handsome living deluding, misinforming, and poisoning the minds of our young students. Please do not use gendered language to to address everyone. All right, I'm sorry. All right, we'll move along. Language works best when it brings as many people into communication with each other. If we know by using certain language, we're disinviting certain people from that conversation. Language isn't doing its job. (laughs) Language has a job. 
Uh, for instance, in real estate, master bedroom and master bath. The phrase master bedroom first appeared in a 1926 Sears catalog, which is, you know, shockingly only 60 years after, you know, slavery was. So it wasn't ended. a plantation thing? No, it wasn't a plantation thing. And master bedrooms were much more widely implemented in American homes after World War II. While it's unclear whether the term is rooted in American slavery on plantations, I'm sure it's it not. evokes that history. Does it? Okay, I'd like to. I'd like to know. Uh, are, are there any black people that, when they hear master bath and master bedroom in a house or master lock, don't just think <laughs> that's the big bedroom and the big bathroom? Right. Well, what's and getting back to our discussion uh, of some length yesterday, slavery has been universal, practically universal, since ancient times. It's only fairly recently that it's not been common. And there are more slaves on Earth right now than there have ever been, partly because the population's bigger than it's ever been. But slavery's practically been ubiquitous. So the idea that master or slave would be based on American slavery is just, it's inexplicable. It wouldn't be. Moving along, the idea of a blacklist. Something on a list of things you don't like or shouldn't be used. A blacklist. This is troubling nomenclature well that's a that's a, been a common argument for a long time that the bad guys wear black and the good guys wear white and th- which is seems to uh, be uh prevalent throughout history mm. uh, for some reason but right. but, but scary mm. things happen at night in the dark I yeah, mean, darkness and light yeah i did uh, it's a stretch to stretch that to skin tone i have a black yeah. dog he doesn't terrify me he's a nice fella uh, anyway, apparently having run out of ideas after just two, they're back to the term master, as in the Masters Tournament, one of four major golf tournaments, the Masters. Mm. Now, the tournament was founded for the very best players in the game who have mastered the game, according to the freaking guy who founded it, who explained exactly why he named it that. But Jack, according to CNN, these terms are problematic. In the arts, references to no comments from the peanut gallery. Okay, you're going to have to explain this one to me. The term dates back to the vaudeville era and referred to the cheap seats where black people often sat. Okay. (sighs) Again, it's if you want to argue, it's about economics and more more, well, that's not true. There are way more white poor people now and have always been than black poor people. But nonetheless, because if a black person went to vaudeville, they would probably sit in the peanut section. Allegedly, that's uh, racist. Now, this I found somewhat interesting, shockingly enough, the term grandfathered in. The legal team broadly refers to the grandfather clause adopted by seven southern states during the Reconstruction era. Um, under it, anyone who was able to vote in 18, before 1867 was exempt from literacy tests, property requirements, and poll taxes needed for voting. But enslaved black people weren't eligible, obviously. So if your grandfather could vote, then you can vote without any limitations. Uh, so I, I found that context pretty interesting. But if something has lost all of its meaning in the intervening 150 years, so, and it's universally understood to mean you had status before, so you still have status. Yeah. I mean, uh, that, and it's never bothered anybody except CNN, who worked as hard as they could to uh, come up with it. 
cakewalk. There wouldn't be one out of a hundred thousand people know the uh, the background on that word. No, and and that might not even be the only background. That could sure. be a precedent going back to the Roman Empire. Uh, cakewalk. It's what we call an easy victory or something easily accomplished. The cakewalk original originated as a dance performed by enslaved black people on plantations before the Civil War. I've, I've always had problems with this stuff where if you didn't know the origin of it, if nobody knows the origin of it when they're using it, how is it racist? Even if it, even if you could somehow take it back a hundred years and come up with a racial meaning. Well, and what's really funny about this, and they explain it in CNN, but are so thick-headed they don't understand the irony. It was actually racist against whites. It was allegedly performed by black people as a way of mockery of the way white people danced, which apparently <laughs> we do be dancing funny though. which apparently is kind of an ancient observation why is it white people can't dance worth a lick Uh, let's see lynch mobs they mention everybody knows that though Um, uh, to be sold down the river etc so CNN working as hard as they can to be offended by common phrases everybody uses and nobody's offended by including the leader of the new Black Panthers I mean it's just ridiculous well maybe Kanye West's presidency can fix that. He did an interview with Forbes now that he's announced he is running for president. We'll have some of that next hour, among other things. All right. Oh, man. And and the squad has introduced new legislation. And seriously, what is in it will shock you. Armstrong and Getty.